Welcome to day 28 of our Marian Consecration. This is Father Zach. It's a pleasure and honor to have you with me. And today's also the Feast of St. Nicholas. And one thing he teaches us is to look out for our friends and take care of them. So one thing a lot of people don't know about St. Nicholas is that he's a true saint. There's really no Santa Claus unless you understand who he truly is. So we ask for his intercession today in knowing that he did hidden work to help the poor less fortunate. It's kind of what the Marian consecration can feel like. You're, you're hiding yourself, but as you consecrate yourself to Jesus through Mary, there's an invitation not to just do it for yourself, but also to focus on others and how you can help build up God's kingdom, especially by caring for the poor. So we'll start by stating our why and begin shortly. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Day 28, Marian Entrustment, Part 2. Let's return to Fatima, says Father Michael Gately, where we started this week. But this time, let's go with Pope St. John Paul II. Exactly one year after being shot in St. Peter's Square, John Paul went to Fatima, quote, in order to give thanks that the mercy of God and the protection of the Mother of Christ, end quote, had saved his life. On that occasion, he delivered a heartfelt homily that's a rich source of theology of Marian consecration and entrustment. The entire homily and act of entrustment are too long to cite here, so I am going to summarize. Specifically, I'm going to draw out from them the connection the Pope marks makes between consecration to Mary, divine mercy, and the redeeming consecration of Christ. Let's start with the connection between Mary and divine mercy. Before we begin, a few things about divine mercy. Firstly, according to John Paul, divine mercy is the limit imposed by God on evil, the love of God in the face of evil. Secondly, divine mercy is symbolized by the pierced side of Christ and the blood and water that gushed forth from his side. Thirdly, a central point of the modern Divine Mercy devotion is the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, which offers atonement and implores mercy for our sins and those of the whole world. In what follows, notice how these three aspects of Divine Mercy are central to the Pope's most important homily on Marian consecration. The homily's context is the widespread, almost apocalyptic evil of our time, an evil that menaces, that is spreading, and that gathers like a dark cloud over mankind. The Pope confesses that this evil causes trepidation in his heart. Despite this, he finds hope in a love more powerful than evil which no sin of the world 
can overcome. Thus, this love he identifies as merciful love. And what about this merciful love? What does it have to do with marrying consecration? Everything. It has everything to do with marrying consecration because Mary is the one who brings us the source of merciful love. Mary is the one who brings us to the love that is more powerful than evil. Indeed, as John Paul says in his homily, consecration to the Immaculate Heart means, quote, drawing near through the mother's intercession to the very fountain of life that sprang from Golgotha. What is the fountain of life? The Pope identifies it as the fountain of mercy, end quote. It's the pierced side of Christ from which blood and water gush forth as a source of grace and mercy. And it's through this wound in Christ's heart that reparation is made continually for the sins of the world. Moreover, through this fountain of mercy, we find a ceaseless source of new life and holiness. The Pope goes on to explain that consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary means, quote, returning to the cross of the Son, end quote. It means bringing the world and all its problems and sufferings to the, quote, pure heart of the Savior, end quote, and thus back to the very source of redemption. It means bringing the world through Mary to divine mercy. The power of the redemption, the power of merciful love, quote, is always greater than man's sin and the sin of the world, end quote. And it is infinitely superior to the whole range of evil in man and the world. Now, Mary knows the power of the redemption, the power of merciful love, better than anyone. In fact, John Paul says she knows it, quote, more than any other heart in the whole universe, visible and invisible, end quote. Therefore, she calls us not only to conversion, but to accept her motherly help to return to the source of redemption. For again, Mary's task is to bring us to the fountain of mercy, the pierced side of Christ, to his merciful heart. Essentially, then, consecrating ourselves to Mary means accepting her help to offer ourselves and the whole of mankind to the infinitely God, holy God. It means entrusting ourselves to she who was most united to Christ's own consecration. Quote, Hail to you who are wholly united to the redeeming consecration of your Son. End quote. It means entrusting ourselves to Mary's prayers that she may, quote, help us to live with the whole truth of the consecration of Christ for the entire human family of the modern world, end quote. In other words, consecrating ourselves to Mary means relying on her motherly intercession to help us offer ourselves more fully to Christ in his own consecration for our redemption. After putting himself and the world into Mary's hands and heart,
after giving himself to she who is most wholly united to Jesus' consecration, the Pope prays the heart of the act of entrustment. Let's conclude by pondering it deeply in our own hearts. Pope St. John Paul II writes and prays, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whomever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. It was precisely by reason of this love that the Son of God consecrated himself for all mankind. And for their sake, I consecrate myself that they also may be consecrated in the truth. By reason of that consecration, the disciples of all ages are called to spend themselves for the salvation of the world and to supplement Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body that is, the church. Before you, Mother of Christ, before your Immaculate Heart, I, today, together with the whole church, unite myself with our Redeemer in this his consecration for the whole world and for people which only in his divine heart has the power to obtain pardon and to secure reparation. Amen. Today's prayer. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, draw me in with and through Mary to the fountain of love and mercy. And so we pray that prayer ten times. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, draw me in with and through Mary to the fountain of love and mercy. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, draw me in with and through Mary, to the fountain of love and mercy. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, draw me in with and through Mary to the fountain of love and mercy. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, draw me in with and through Mary to the fountain of love and mercy. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, draw me in with, Mary, with and through Mary to the fountain of love and mercy. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, draw me in with and through Mary to the fountain of love and mercy. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, draw me in with and through Mary to the fountain of love and mercy. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, draw me in with and through Mary to the fountain of love and mercy. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, draw me in with and through Mary to the fountain of love and mercy. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, draw me in with and through Mary to the fountain of love and mercy. Pope St. John Paul II, pray for us. St. Nicholas, pray for us. And may Almighty God bless you and your intentions in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.